0: Welcome to Friday's Morning Show podcast, because you deserve a better morning.
1: The House of Representatives signed a bill yesterday to send 14 billion dollars over to Israel for their war effort in Gaza. But I'm going to tell you why that money most likely won't get there anytime soon in today's core four,
0: And in what's trending, what happens when you combine sweatshirts and overalls?
1: Also, specifically, if you're in the Seattle area, make sure you listen through to the end of the podcast because we have an opportunity to come hang out with us and watch a free movie next Tuesday. And with that said, welcome to The Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony.
0: I'm Carla Marie, and today is Friday, November 3rd,
1: 2023.
0: The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. 328. Million dollars. That's how much Uber and Lyft agreed to pay in a settlement to current and former drivers in New York. Uber has to pay $290 million and Lyft has to pay $30 million. The attorney general for New York investigated a wage theft complaint that said the companies collected certain taxes and fees from drivers rather than passengers. Neither company admitted fault but agreed to pay up. They also agreed to pay drivers outside of New York City a $26 an hour minimum wage and begin offering paid sick leave. Separate of all of this, New York Governor Kathy Hochul announced Uber has agreed to begin making payments to the state's unemployment trust fund and will also make a retroactive payment to cover dues it's owed since 2013.
1: These are not normal times, but you knew that already. In normal times, in Israel's short 75-year history, when they needed money, American politicians from both parties always found common ground and signed emergency spending bills to help support the Israeli military. But. Like I said earlier, these are not normal times, and the new Speaker of the House, Republican Mike Johnson, has found a way to drive a wedge into one of the few remaining bipartisan policies in Washington. You may have heard that yesterday, the House passed a $14 billion military aid package for Israel. Twelve Democrats joined all but two Republicans in passing the bill. And a lot of the Democrats who voted against it said they would have loved to vote yes, but there were two big problems. First, usually emergency aid packages like this are signed without any stipulations. But in the bill, Republicans said that all the money going to Israel would be coming from the money that was already budgeted to be beefing up the IRS. It's a move Republicans say will help the country return to some sort of fiscal responsibility, which, in theory, makes sense. If you're spending $14 billion, I mean, it's got to come from somewhere. But then the Congressional Budget Committee, which is a pretty trusted nonpartisan group, says the move will actually cost the country more money down the road. Why? Because weakening the IRS will limit the agency's ability to go after the most egregious tax evaders, millionaires, billionaires, and corporations. And like I said the other day, If this actually goes through, the IRS budget cuts are not going to impact people like you and I. The IRS will always have enough money to come after us. The other reason most Democrats voted against the billions of dollars for the Israeli army is because the original request from the White House called for money for Ukraine, the U.S.-Mexican border, moves to counter China, and an aid package for civilians in Gaza. All of those things were excluded, from the bill that passed yesterday. So what happens now? The bill will most likely be voted down in the Senate where Democrats have a majority and even Republicans like Mitch McConnell don't support this specific House bill. And even in the rare event that the bill does pass the Senate, the president has already said he will veto it if it gets to his desk.
0: Turns out the planet is heating up faster than scientists have predicted. James Hansen, the scientist who was the first to sound the alarm on the climate crisis in the 80s, is the co-author of a new study that says we could hit a global warming threshold this decade. The study states that we're in the early phase of a climate emergency and that a surge of heat will push global temps beyond what has been predicted. They believe we will reach 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels in this decade, and there is no saving us from hating that temperature. And when we do, we'll have extreme heat, droughts, floods, total loss of coral reefs, and melting of full Antarctic ice sheets. What's unfortunate is that avoiding that temperature is technically possible, but scientists say it's politically challenging to make it happen. Scientists do, however, believe that we could avoid the next threshold, that is 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. We're expected to hit that by 2050. The only way to stop it is by stop using fossil fuels at a pace much quicker than what's currently planned. There are scientists that disagree with this study. They don't believe we are heading to these temperatures as fast as the study claims. However, there is one thing that all of these scientists do agree on: that we are heading to the 1.5 and 2 degree thresholds. They just don't agree on how fast we're gonna get
1: there. Pop quiz. Which state do you think has the least electric vehicles? I'll give you a second. Think about it. Okay, the answer. is North Dakota. Now, if you got that right, congratulations. And I'll explain why that matters in a second. But also, to North Dakota's credit, they might rank last in registered electric vehicles with only 600, but they also rank 47th out of 50 when it comes to population, so you gotta give them a little bit of slack. And one of the reasons electric vehicles haven't been widely adopted in North Dakota is because they simply don't have a lot of places to charge them. The state ranks near the bottom in charging stations, so it makes sense that even if residents want to buy EVs, it's kind of difficult when you can only charge at home. But all of that could change thanks to the bipartisan infrastructure bill. One of the main goals of the bill was to have an electric charging station every 50 miles on interstate highways, and the first charging station paid for by the infrastructure bill just opened in North Dakota on Interstate 94 near Fargo. On top of that, another station could open before the end of the year with two more opening in 2024. And it'll be interesting to see if building the infrastructure for EVs will motivate people in North Dakota to buy them or if this ends up being a huge waste of public money.
0: Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. The seat you sit on on a Southwest flight could be turned into literally anything. Southwest's Repurpose with Purpose program is a few years old, but it just came across my radar, and I thought it was fun to share. When Southwest changed their leather seats almost a decade ago, they had 43 acres of used leather and didn't want to throw it out in a landfill or burn it, so they decided to find organizations that could upcycle it. Their leather seats turned into things like soccer balls and sandals. In recent years, they expanded their program. And now Southwest works with 12 organizations from all over the world who accept their used leather from their seats and turn them into different products. One of the 12 companies is called Help Heal Veterans, and they create craft kits for veterans to restore motor skills and improve concentration. For example, there's a DIY leather wallet kit in there, and veterans can make their own leather wallet. 200,000 kits for help heal veterans have been made with upcycled Southwest aircraft seat leather. In total, more than 1 million pounds of aircraft seat leather has been upcycled into new products. Think quick. It's 2 Second Tunes.
1: I am so excited for today's 2 Second Tunes because it takes me back to my radio home. My first Uh ever radio home, 103.5 KTU, and our two competitors have also spent time at 103.5 KTU, we've got Cubby and Colleen. Good morning, guys. Good morning. What is
2: happening, guys? We're here. We're ready to play. We're ready to have some fun.
1: And I, okay. I don't want to make Carla Marie feel, like, ostracized here.
0: I've never, this is like, I haven't worked at the station, but I love it. I did, you know, grow up listening to KTU and obviously Z100, but neither of you work there anymore. So we're going to see if you guys can go back to your roots, because now Cubby, you host Cubby and Christine in the morning on Light FM in New York. And Colleen you were Cubby's producer when he was at KTU. So it's quite the yep. battle we have today.
2: I'm so excited. He, me, and, me and Cubby uh, tried to be on Beat Shazam and we got <laughs> denied. But we know that we would be really good at this game. If I recall, Colleen, we had a pretty good audition. I don't know why we didn't get a call back. Well, actually, you invited Carolina to be on your audition and not me. But like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not still mad about it or anything. I'm not salty. It's fine.
1: We are going to go ladies first today. I'm ready. Here is your first two second tune. Open up the doors.
2: Uh, Flow ride at my house. <laughs> Two points. Welcome to my house, baby,
1: it's an appropriate song considering we're doing this podcast from our house. Oh, I was like, we're oh, not yeah. in Florida? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, cubby, <laughs> it is your time to get your clue for round one. Here you go. Work, 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 Rihanna.
0: Two points.
1: All right. All right. What year are we going to now? Oh, yeah. I needed to explain. So since we all worked at KTU, uh, we are going through the decades of KTU. It launched in 1996. We're going to go backwards starting at 2016. We're going to now hit 2006 and the final round will be 1996.
2: Oh, God. And for the record, Anthony, I met you when you were an intern or no, you're in promotion. Part-timer. Yeah. At KTU. Yeah. So you're a part-timer in 19. 19- no. 2006 is when I met you. Yeah, exactly. And which he has is, long yeah. hair. Yeah.
1: For the record, that is yep. the round we're going to go to right now. Okay. So, Colleen, here is your first two second tune from 2006.
2: Oh, my God. What is this? It's oh, Justin Timberlake's sexy bag.
0: There
1: yeah. you go. I'm bringing sexy back. Get oh, easy. You had us nervous for a second. Yeah, that was easy. All right. Well, That's Cubby, so we're going to see if yours is just as easy. 2006, right. two second tunes. Here we go. Every time we touch Cascada.
2: Such a good song.
0: Okay, they are tied. Colleen has four and Cubby has four.
1: Colleen. Have have you ever had a tiebreaker, by the way? We might need one. Oh, yeah, we have a tiebreaker. We are ready to go. All right, let's see if we get to it. So be prepared. Colleen, this is your clue for round three. And this goes all the way back to 1996.
2: Um,. Mariah Carey, always be my baby.
0: Two points. Oh. 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 Okay. Wow. So Cubby needs to get the title and artist of this next song to tie it up, or he
2: loses. Cubby,
1: All right. are you ready? Maybe I'll throw
2: it. I, I, I love Colleen so much. I might <laughs> yeah. just throw it. Okay.
1: Cubby, to stay in the game, to push this to overtime, here is your two-second tune. gina g
2: and ooh ah just a little bit. Oh! oh
0: my god i knew he was gonna get it oh my god
2: it's a i time.
0: never i never would have
2: gotten that who is gina uh, g <laughs> <laughs> that was a one-hit wonder back in the euro dance days it was a there was a ton of remember all the Labouche stuff yes um, yeah and
1: Hathaway, and um that was that was big. what a time this is why colleen i told you it was a little silly to go up against Cubby in two second tunes, but I although know. Colleen's good. Colleen's good, too. You know, you're underestimating yourself, Colleen. Well,
2: thank you. But you time.
0: should you should have Cubby on for to do like a super niche, like deep cut <laughs> version of this.
1: You know what you should do? Actually, I'll I'll give you a segment for your own show, Cubby. You should do a beat Cubby instead of beat Shazam. <laughs> and it's just people like take that. you on every single day. I kind of like that. All right. Thank you for the idea. All right. Here we go tie breaking round this is how the, the tiebreaker goes i am going to play a clip it is now six seconds but the way that you are going to win is by buzzing in with your name and giving me the title or artist of this song here is the final two second tune for the overtime win
2: cubby what do you make got you sweat, cnc music factory you're <laughs> make you sweat cnc music factory
1: So the reason I picked that, this that was actually with. the first ever song played on one oh three five KTU.
0: No way. I thought that that song was called Everybody Dance Now.
1: Same. So, I, so never yeah, I, oh. I, I, I test them all for for Carla Marie before we actually go live. And she said the same thing. But yeah. Cubby, congratulations on your two Thank second you. tunes win. How do you feel now that you're the champion? You know, it just feels great. I've been working so hard on this.
2: You and, have. Um, when, when it comes to finally the day that I pulled this out, it just was tremendous. And I can't thank you enough. My worthy, appoint, uh, my worthy opponent, my um, worthy opponent, Colleen, you are tremendous. And uh, I also share this award with you.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Oh, nice. It's so nice of you. Tell everyone where they can find you, where they can listen to you on, uh, on light FM. Well, hit me up on
2: Instagram. I would love some followers. Paul Cubby Bryant. Uh, Paul Cubby Bryant. One long word.
1: And then I'm on 106.7 Light FM in New York City. Available on the free iHeartRadio app. (laughs) There you go. And Colleen, we have had you on before. You're working with the fantastic Romeo on Most Requested Live. Tell everyone where they can catch you guys.
0: At Most Requested Live on Instagram. And All around the radio, every Saturday night, 7 to 10.
1: Love you guys so much. Thank you for making time for us. We appreciate you very much. Love you guys. Love you. Love ya. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. If you like to Twitch on your Switch, you're going to have to find a new Twitch sitch because Twitch is ditching the Switch. Okay, now I'll say all of that without the corny rhyme scheme. The live streaming platform Twitch is discontinuing the app that they have for Nintendo's handheld gaming device, the Switch. As of Monday, the Twitch app will no longer be available in the Nintendo eShop, and even if you have the app already installed on your device, it will disappear after January 31st of next year. And not only were people not really using the Switch to watch their favorite live streaming channels, the app didn't even allow people to view or participate in Twitch chats, which, if you've been on Twitch, is one of the biggest features of the platform. So Amazon, who owns the company, decided it wasn't really worth their time or money anymore. And I guess this is a good time to mention we go live on Twitch every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And if you haven't already, you should definitely follow our channel. All you got to do is go to Twitch and search for Carla Marie and Anthony or hit the link that is conveniently located in the description of this podcast episode.
0: It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. Late Night is finally getting a female host. Comedian Taylor Tomlinson will be taking over for James Corden and The Late Late Show's spot with her new show... After Midnight. During the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, he announced that the new show is based off of At Midnight, a show that used to follow The Daily Show and The Colbert Report on Comedy Central. He then announced that he would be producing After Midnight alongside the crew at Funny or Die. At that point, he hadn't announced that Taylor was the new host. He said they were still looking for a host and if anyone had any ideas to let him know. That's when Taylor Tomlinson popped up in the audience and they had a great exchange He had her come up on stage And they talked about her getting to be the host of After Midnight I'll put the clip at the morningshowpodcast.com. Teller is not the first female host to have a late night talk show But she is currently the only female After Midnight will premiere in early 2024 And it will air at 12.37am
1: What do you think of when you hear the term internet troll? What does it remind you of? Who do you picture other than Elon Musk, of course? Now, I know when I hear the term internet troll, I either think of a little kid or a weird dude still living in his parents' basement. But what if I told you a millionaire CEO of a company you're very familiar with was just outed as an internet troll? Turns out the CEO of HBO had been creating burner Twitter accounts to harass critics who gave his projects negative reviews, which is so funny and so sad at the same time. And it all goes to show you that even millions and millions of dollars can't heal someone's fragile ego. Now, Casey Bloys, I think that's how you pronounce his name, is the CEO. And I'll give him credit for this. Once he was exposed for his burner Twitter accounts in a somewhat unrelated lawsuit, he did fully admit to creating Twitter accounts, specifically to pester critics. But he did say one thing that I think we can all agree with, He said it took place between 2020 and 2021, where he found himself with a lot of time on his hands and scrolling Twitter way too much. And really, I do think it's kind of relatable because who didn't have a random fight with a stranger on the Internet at some point during the pandemic?
2: What's
0: trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. What do you get when you combine sweatpants and overalls? Swoveralls. Yep, it is a real company. They make soft and stretchy overalls for men and women in a variety of colors and patterns. And if you're pregnant, I highly recommend these because they look like they stretch very well. They also just dropped a one-piece long sleeve that they're calling comfyalls, but they're basically a sweatshirt jumpsuit. I've got a link in photos at morningshowpodcast.com The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. I with Carla Marie and Anthony.
1: Man, I can't believe we're at episode 409 as we bring this Friday episode to a close. And as we celebrate all the different area codes that correspond with our episode numbers, today brings us to Galveston, Texas. Area code 409.
0: Reminder for anyone in the Seattle area, Tuesday night we are hosting a free movie screening of the movie Salt Burn. There will be free snacks and some prizes to win. So, coming out with us Tuesday night, the link to sign up for the free screening is in the description of this podcast and at the morningshowpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast.